Hello, denizens of the multiverse. All those out there, be you human, elf, orc, alien, cyborg, or bizarre, non-gender identifiable, uh, tentacle creature from another dimension, welcome to Dylan's Dungeon. So, I know it's been a little while, but that's okay. I've just really been postulating on what I would like to talk about today. So recently, uh, in case you didn't know, I live in Denver. And uh, there's been these crazy, crazy forest fires that have been fairly close. And it's been significantly reducing the air quality. So yeah, out here it's been pretty uh, lovely here in the garden. But that's okay. In other news, uh, 8 to 12 people arrested in Denver, downtown Denver rioting, so that's quite lovely. But enough about that. Let's get back to our favorite topic, and that's delving into the dungeon of your mind and conquering it with, with what that is. Well, Jordan Peterson always said that well, one of his favorite references um, was Tiamat. And Tiamat is the many-headed serpent dragon female goddess of chaos that Marduk kills and makes the world out of. So, my friends, that is simple. You must go and kill chaos and make the world out of it. But first... You must establish your war room, your group of people that... Sorry, I just threw a metal thing here. That probably wasn't the biggest, the best thing to do. I'm sorry. But anyways, so it's all about designing your war room, be it your physical or your mental one. And today we're going to talk mostly about your mental war room because, of course, you can have your great network of friends that you can, friends and family that you can go to to talk to. But in your mind, in your own spiritual dungeon, you need your war room of people. So imagine, if you will, with the theater of your mind, a, a tent, and in this tent, there's at this table, there's a, uh, it's a round table with the symbol of yin and yang on it. Now, the reason it's a round table is because the knights of the round table would stand, stand at one because they were all roughly equal. So, on the side of yin in my war room, I have three people, or on the white side, whatever it is, the side of order, I have three people. That's Spider Man, Jordan Peterson, and Uncle Iroh. And then on the Yang side, the dark side, if you will, I have Dr. Octopus, um, the Overlord from Overlord 2, and Genghis Khan, who sometimes tags in uh, Vlad the Impaler, uh, Attila the Hun, or some other terrible old-world medieval butcher of several innocent civilians. And that is my dark side, the dark side of the human psyche. So I have assembled all of my favorite people in my war room, and I often go to them and I ask for their guidance. So 
Today I want you to ask yourself, what is your war room? Alright, so after you design your war room, you uh, are probably wondering, well, who am I going to war with? Well, I like, as you know, I like Christianity because you get to use words like Satan. And if you remember, we talked about your life and your quest against your own uh, villain, your own Satan of your story. And my evil villain, his name is Imperilax. And he is this three-horned, red-skinned, half-demon, half-alien, half-cyborg, with Willem Dafoe's face, just supervillain of the galaxy, the biggest bad to ever be seen. And so, now manifesting yourself into combating the forces, or manifesting myself into combating the various minions, forces, and tricks and traps of Imperilax. Uh, this could be uh, the smallest thing from cleaning your room, cleaning my room in the morning, um, you know, picking up dog poop, vacuuming the house, chores, you know, and then it can be going to work. That is the big battle against, you know, your daily grind is now a battle against the Dark Lord, your villain, against Imperilax. Now, in your life, you will meet countless people, and they are all the protagonists in their story, but jokes on you, this is the fun part about life is that life is one big crossover episode. And you get to invite all of your favorite characters from all of your favorite shows that are the the other people in your life. And you get to invite them into your party. And it all starts with you. So. Now what? Let's think. Let's think about me. Um, so, I usually have been recording in my backyard, or, you know, my parents' backyard, since I've been crashing at their place. I have no place of residence of my own at this point to be seen, but, you know, small steps, small steps. First, I gotta get a car, then all that. Pretty, I'd, if I wasn't, if it wasn't for the fact that I wasn't, you know, employed or had previous uh, trade school experience, I'd pretty much be a neat. But I've been trying to, uh, you know, explore various other avenues of self-improvement. And I'm currently really interested in physical fitness. I love that shit. It gets me high. It's just, I love it. That serotonin, serotonin levels are great. So I have I have a bike, and it unfortunately has a flat tire. The tube is significantly fucked up. And we just don't have any more tubes. So now I have this glaring issue. Now I have this this wound, this destroyed item that Imperilax has done. And every day I'm like, fuck, 
I gotta fix my bike because every day I don't, that's, you know, I'm so tired of walking everywhere. And that's kind of where the, the physical fitness aspect comes in because I've been walking a lot of places and I can kind of exercise my brain as well as my legs because then, you know, there's this part in Taxi Driver in the beginning where he walks out of the uh, taxi cab area and then we kind of see him fade over down the sidewalk as he's taking a drink. And that's kind of what it's like if you walk a lot. You know, if you, you understand what I mean, you just kind of fade in and out of your, uh, your head when you get to previous, you know, when you get into parts of your walk. So, as, so let's go, let's get back to the bike. So, I have, I haven't fixed it yet, just simply because I don't have the tube to do it. We're going inside real quick. We might hear some music as I'm filling up my glass again with cold water. Anyways. So, it's just been a pain, you know, because then I feel like Imperilax is just winning that day. And your regrets, your chores, your to-do list. Uh, just imagine it's the war against Imperilax or your villain. And in my life, every and that will just make your life this big, awesome quest. So yeah, now we're kind of talking in circles, but that's okay. So recently, I've been uh, hanging out with some of the neighbors. It's this nine-year-old boy and an eight-year-old. And uh, the name is, I will not be saying to protect the innocent. And I've been teaching them how to play Dungeons and Dragons. And they love it. They may, and... Uh, just reminds me of myself when I first discovered it and how it's just this wonderful tool that you can introduce to somebody and get them out of their shell and get them to use their imagination. And, you know, they get to be as morbid as they want because I'm the dungeon master at that point and I get in... <laughs> I, you know, ask them, you know, how do you kill the goblin? Do you slice its throat? Do you chop its head off? Do you slice open its stomach and rip its guts out? And then, you know, they're as creative as they want. And, uh, you know, I want them to, and, you know, I have their characters at this point. One of them is an orc barbarian. The other one is a half-orc rogue. And I'm just, you know, I put them in a castle that they got from killing a bunch of goblins that were in the castle, and so now they're gonna upgrade it and make it their own, defend it from invaders. It'll be a good time. And then they'll start to walk out of the castle and go invade other places, maybe, because, you know, they're orcs, and that's just what orcs do. <clears throat> and I haven't, when it comes to alignment, we haven't done that yet, because I'm gonna do an interesting experiment. I'm gonna watch their actions, and, uh... It will be determined, de 
uh, determined later. And I think that will be really funny. And then they'll be like, oh wait, we were evil the whole time. Turns out going around killing people is actually evil. Or if they, you know, actually have a sense of morality, then maybe they won't. Or who knows? It's a fun experiment. Speaking of fun experiments, I've been doing Duncan Trussell's kind of like meditative watching your emotions kind of as if they were animals in the forest type of thing. And it's very fun. It's a really fun game. Really fun experiment to play. Especially with uh, nobody else but me and the voices in my head and all the other alternate personalities and alter egos I have to make up to keep myself company. But that's neither here nor there. So this has been my daily ramblings. This has been uh, what's been going on in Dylan's dungeon. So I hope all of you minions, cherubs, orcs, goblins, ogres, and dwarves And uh, I don't think there's any elves listening to this podcast. Let me know somehow, I guess, if you're an elf. So, yeah, Auf Wiedersehen, mein Freund. That's German for goodbye, my friends.